1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. dot Mobile.com.
0: One, two, one, two.
1: Okay. This segment is a new segment, a new podcast that we're doing. We're calling it the Smoke Deck. We're not trying to get any work done
0: realistically i just want to bull for half an hour
1: little like, known yeah. fact a lot of military helicopters oh cherry red yeah, candy apple red yeah. oh yeah <laughs> candy apple red i mean i flew into so black hawk is just the name their yeah. colors are often the variety of the rainbow <laughs> salmon
0: the one thing i do know and i think we'll safely agree is that this guy yeah a
1: fart sack a fart sack Are you referring to like the the nudity and the nudity and a little bit of a tucking of things and things like that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, flashing somebody the fruit salad, essentially. The 720 Backside Rodeo, I know is military. That's when, it's an Air Force thing. It's when one airman gives the other one like a horsey ride and then... (laughs)
0: One two, one two. So I gotta ask, why? What's with the headphones? You, you can. We're in the same room. You can literally hear me.
1: You see, Phil, as a radio and audio professional, I know that the fact that we can hear each other has nothing to do with what is being recorded. I want to know if we're overmodulated or undermodulated. <laughs> you are undermodulated, and I mean that in a totally different way that has nothing to do with audio. You were born undermodulated. <laughs> Like the star baby? In, like mommy uh,
0: liked vodka?
1: Well, you look like you should be floating in space at the end of 2001 A Space Odyssey. You're the star baby.
0: All right. Well, hey, speaking of uh, overmodulated, undermodulated, and words we don't understand, at yeah. um, the end of this uh, segment, we will get to a fun little trivia segment I've prepared.
1: Military jargon or snowboard Oh, trick. so it's really combination of words. And you talked about this segment. Well, this segment is a new segment, a new podcast that we're doing. We're calling it The Smoke Deck. What is the smoke deck, Phil, for those not in the know? Uh, much of
0: my time spent on a ship in the Navy was on the smoke deck, and it was where you would obviously go and people would smoke. You know, it was a sponson kind of overlooking the water. Um Not a whole lot of work happened there, and if you were there, you were not working at all. So that's why I spent most of my time on the smoke deck.
1: This is how I can tell that when Phil left the Navy, he was a junior sailor, because for senior sailors, that's where all the work got done. That's where you talk to people and we're like, hey, senior, I got a question for you. Senior chief would be like, "Yeah, what's up, man? Sit there having a cigarette and doing that thing, and as a uh, a former and unfortunately sometimes current smoker i spent a lot of time on smoke decks in on navy bases yeah. army bases near the defense information school they had a little patio out back uh, afghanistan right outside of uh, uh of where i worked the smoke deck is kind of a universal place for where you go to decompress a little bit tell some funny stories uh, right. maybe even get some work done but here we're going to focus on the having a fun conversation thing we're not trying to get any work done even no. though
0: we're at work I mean, realistically, I just want to bull for half an hour with you and do as little as possible. So, so just like
1: every other half hour that you spend here <laughs> at Connecting bill, from what I can gather...
0: All right. The first story I think we should get into is this one about the teacher.
1: Uh, Gregory Salcido, everyone's favorite teacher from uh, Pico Rivera, California, I believe it
0: is. <laughs> I can't believe this. Uh, Matt did a story on it earlier this week on ConnectingVets.com, and uh, the headline says a teacher who called military dumb shit attempts to explain himself, fails miserably. I'm pretty sure we've got video of it, don't we, Phil? We do. In fact, Matt was able to find on YouTube this video clip, and I
1: assume this is taken by a student. It is. It's the student who was being bullied. Three generations, I believe, of his family have served in the United States Marine Corps. He's wearing a Marine Corps sweatshirt. The teacher says, why are you wearing that sweatshirt? And then goes into a tirade, which we do have the audio of
2: we got all our freaking night vision goggles all that kind of stuff and we can't freaking control these dudes wearing freaking robes and (laughs) chanclas because we got a bunch of dumb shits over there think about the people who you know are over there your freaking stupid uncle louie or whatever they're dumb shits they're not like high level thinkers they're not academic people they're not intellectual people they're the freaking lowest of our low not morally you know i'm not saying they they make bad moral decisions just they're not talented people that's how I came when the president talks we are the best military in the world. Presidents were all say that whether it was Obama, whether it's anybody. I was like, no, we don't. The data is in. We don't have a good military. We, we haven't been able to beat these guys wearing freaking robes in China for 15 years. And you're telling me we have we couldn't beat the Vietnamese. There are a bunch of people this freaking big going rice at us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we couldn't freaking this. beat them. That's good. We haven't been, a, been able to beat anyone since World War II. Because we had a freaking bitch and bomb. We didn't get to Hitler first. The Russians got to Hitler first. We don't. It's a lie that our military
1: should be I'm going to stop it right there. And and I'm going to give a history lesson to a teacher. Considering I'm not a teacher, that shouldn't be happening. Although, considering my thoughts on many of the teachers I had, I'm not surprised. Uh, One, Hitler, uh, the Russians got to Hitler first. Here's a history lesson. Nobody got to Hitler. He killed himself. himself. Yeah. Also, both sides got to Berlin at the same time, and the Allies allowed the Russians to go into Berlin first. They got there at basically the exact same time. But here, hey, he's he's pro-Russian, so I've got that. Uh, the racism of Vietnam War, that's fun stuff. A Bunch of people this high, and I think we can picture him putting his hand down close to the ground, because right. as, as apparently he knows, all Vietnamese people are like three feet tall. Uh, so he throws that one out there, and apparently what the Viet Cong and the North Vietnamese army were using as a weapon rice. Adam. They sure hell weren't throwing rice. Are at you him. sure? Because Gregory Salcido seems to think that, or maybe it's just that racism that he likes throwing out there in a class. Uh, the military aren't high thinkers. Well, you know, a lot of advances in technology have actually come out of military bases and military studies. And we've got people like General Mattis, who I think most people agree is a pretty high level thinker. Um, Our military's not good because we haven't been able to beat these guys wearing robes and sandals running around over there. Um, I would make the argument that if our military were given the same rules that the other guys have, meaning no rules, there wouldn't be any of them left to beat. They would be gone and dead. But we hold ourselves to a higher standard. We hold ourselves to the Geneva Conventions. So that's why you don't see us capturing them and beheading them on TV like they do to us and things like that. Um, going after uh, your your stupid Uncle Louie. Well, guess what? The kid wearing the Marine Corps sweatshirt? His uncle is currently serving in the United States Marine Corps. So mm. that's pretty insulting. So for the student who was at the city council meeting last night saying he doesn't bully people... Uh, You shouldn't have graduated high school because you never learned what the definition of a simple word like bully is, you idiot.
0: Amen. Now, you said this then went or rather he then
1: appeared at a city council meeting. Yeah, last night there was a city council meeting and he was censured. So what that means is um, they voted that they would like him to resign and he said, no, I'm not going to resign. So what they did was censure him, which means he's a city councilman in name only, essentially. He's not allowed to vote on anything. He's not allowed to be on any committees. He's not allowed to do any of the things that a city councilman does, but he's able to retain the title of city councilman. You wonder why everybody like can't stand their elected officials. Typical politics stuff, but there are a lot of veterans uh, in 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 the audience out there and basically just like you know freedom isn't free uh you stink salcido yeah uh, you know things like that that's what i would have done i would have stand there and i would just you stink salcido <laughs> so so the crap he says in class uh-huh. affects his position with the city council my question is Can he still teach? Well, here's the great thing about this story, Phil, since you clearly don't pay attention to what's going on in the world, so I have to give you all the details. Yeah, I'm the dumb Uncle Louie. It's exhausting. Maybe maybe there are some dumb (laughs) in the military. Maybe he was right. Um, The other issue is he has previous suspensions as a teacher on his record, including for physically assaulting a child. Striking a student, calling another student fat and telling him he looked like Chaz Bono, which, of course, is Cher and Sonny Bono's transgendered uh, right, you know, right. previously daughter, now son. Uh, the, the, it's 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 shocking. I think the most shocking thing about this story is not that a teacher doesn't care for the military. There's a lot of that going on in the schools. I think we all know the, 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 the most shocking thing about the story was like, dude, this dude hit a kid and nobody like suspended him for a week. And then there's like, you know, the kid who's there speaking out for him is like, well, he doesn't bully people. Again, we just heard the audio. Yes, he does. yeah uh, And two, uh, you, young man, he was like, well, I was bullied and he helped me. Well, the fact that he didn't bully you doesn't mean it doesn't bully anybody else. And what we clearly heard in that video was bullying, getting other students to laugh at this kid for wearing the Marine Corps shirt because, you know, Marine Corps in uh, the Marines are all stupid. And I'll tell you this, Gregory Salcedo, and you listen and you listen good. Only sailors are allowed to call Marines stupid, <laughs> right. right? Or Marines themselves because they sometimes take pride in uh, putting that moniker on themselves. The truth is, there are plenty of uh, very smart Marines out there. Oh, amen. Now, are there dumb Marines? Yeah, there's dumb Marines. There's dumb sailors. There's dumb airmen. There's dumb uh, soldiers. And guess what? There's dumb teachers, teachers. like Gregory Salcedo.
0: And just to kind of put a bow on how dumb he is, check his apology or his kind of apology out. Yeah, this not is, not is what he said. said.
1: I'm sorry if your feelings were hurt. My These goal
0: as it relates to my students is to get them to do everything to get through college, he said. It's not just the military. I wouldn't want them to work at a fast food restaurant either. Yes. And I'm assuming he's talking there. He wouldn't want them, them being people that he doesn't deem intelligent.
1: Well, and a corporal in the Marine Corps and the fry cook at McDonald's are basically have the same level of responsibility and stress. Right. And no one from the military goes on to do anything. The, The funny thing about this is also he's from a place where the majority of students, according to him at the city council meeting are low income and minority students. Now, if you're an okay student and you're not getting scholarships to college, how you going to pay for that? Hey, you know one way to pay for it? And I'm proof of this because I didn't pay a dime for my college education at what? a private school in the Northeast. Yeah. So we're talking expensive. The military. GI Bill gi bill but uh, no only stupid people do that only stupid people try to find a way in i mean you know some of the the, this kid who was defending him i wonder i wonder what college he's at or what he's doing out there i mean maybe he's going to harvard my guess is he's probably not and the other thing that i I was saying about this to other people that i talked to about it like not everybody needs to go to college dude there are trade schools out there for important high-paying jobs and it's part of this thing where it's like if everybody's going to college and everybody's uh you know, uh, pottery and like human artwork and history major <laughs> right. and, you know, all this all this French non- lit and all these uh, nonsense majors walking yeah. around like, w- who's going to fix our cars, man? Who's going to make our food? Who's going to build your G.D. house? <laughs> I mean, right, dude, <laughs> I, you know, it's like I mean, w- what exactly? I'm sure this would be also some guy, some guy. I'm betting you this guy would, would push most people to go into the humanities. To go into like, well, I think you should do um, transgender Eskimo studies as your major because it's really a burgeoning industry and I think there's a lot going on there. It's like, okay, you know what? How many experts do we need in these fields? Not that many. You know what we need? We need plumbers. We need people, mechanics. If your car stops working tomorrow, Phil, what the hell do you know about an internal combustion engine? You don't even know about this stuff that's happening in the veteran news community. I'm going to guess you can't rebuild the the pistons in your engine, right? No, no, no. no. I couldn't do that. I couldn't
0: fix my turlet if it breaks. I need a plumber. Um, The one thing I do know, and I think we'll safely
1: agree, is that this guy is a...
0: Yeah,
1: a fart sack. A fart sack.
0: All right, our next story, we go from a guy who's a complete jerk as a teacher to a guy that's a complete jerk impersonating a general.
1: Oh, God, this story is so fantastic in so many ways.
0: (laughs) Let me me hit you with the lead, and then you can enlighten me on this story we got from the Washington Post. A candy apple red helicopter descended onto a North Carolina soccer field one evening last November on a top-secret mission approved by President Trump himself. The three-star general was to escort a woman from the grounds of her data analytics firm to a
1: classified briefing at a nearby
0: military base.
1: And that is all we need to start. Because you know what? That three-star general, Phil? Yeah. Turns out this guy Christian Degru is his name. Okay. Not a three-star general. He's a faker. He's stealing valor. He's got a three-star general uniform on, a helicopter lands to pick up this woman. He comes out security from this large company that the woman works for in North Carolina comes out and they're like... What the hell is going on? There's not supposed to be a, a helicopter landing here. And if you're security at this big uh, industrial complex and it's landing on your, on your soccer field, you're going to go out there and be like, what's going on? Also, security right. guys, what type of background do they often tend to have, Phil? Military. Military, uh, law enforcement, things yep. like that. They tend to often be from those worlds. So they they go out there and they see this candy apple red helicopter set down. And who gets out? In full uniform a three-star general huh? who salutes them and you know what the security guys did phil i saluted him right back because <laughs> they're like I, okay I, I guess so three-star right? admiral this guy was like well i'm wearing the uniform if i salute him they're going to salute me back and let me go and they did and the reason he was there was to pick up this woman who he had uh, amorous feelings for he wanted her phil oh he wanted her back you mean this was all just To impress a chick. This was just to impress a chick. Yeah, a lady. A lady who was married, it turns out, and a lady who had no romantic interest in him. But he had told her, told her he was going to give her a tour of his command at Fort Bragg. She's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Right. Again, he's thinking like relationship she's thinking like oh i get to do something cool with this guy that i know this friend of mine or whatever and quickly backstory on even how they started chatting like I don't know they just met each other someplace. somehow they met each other Maybe and met each other facebook and, friends or some something like that yeah however they met each other i whenever they met he told her that he was yeah, yeah. a three-star general and she was like oh cool you know trying to talk himself up like the kid who i ran into at the bar in gainesville florida the 19 year old kid in gainesville telling uh, one of the girls he was a blue angel right
0: <laughs> right right I've never heard of this big of a ruse. No. I mean, I've heard of people BSing at a bar just to impress a girl,
1: but this guy goes from them being friends to renting a helicopter. So this is where the story is is extra crazy. She's expecting him to show up in a car. Boom. Cherry red helicopter shows up on base. Security guys. Little again. known fact, a lot of military helicopters. Oh, cherry red. yeah, Candy apple red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Candy apple red. I mean, I flew in. So Black Hawk is just the name. Their colors are often the variety of the rainbow. <laughs> Salmon. Yeah. I had one that was uh, was painted to look like a Pikachu from, uh, from Pokemon. Security originally saluted him. But then again, in security, you're typically going to have at least a couple of people who have some military background. That's right. often a requirement for a lot of those jobs. They started having some questions, possibly the biggest question I would think what I would have asked is the hell is a general doing flying in a civilian candy apple red helicopter? Right. And why doesn't his pilot have a military uniform on? So that raised some red flags. The helicopter, she gets in with the helicopter. It takes off. It comes back 30 minutes later. Not enough time to go to Fort Bragg and do a tour and come back. So then you wonder, what's he saying up in the helicopter? Like, yeah, we're on our way to Fort Bragg. The guys are waiting there. And then uh, did he set it up ahead of time where the pilot would turn around and be like, hey, sir, uh, the Taliban is attacking Fort Bragg. I guess we have to go back <laughs> like, th- I mean, this guy. He figured out something. They came back, landed in the same place. Maybe he told her, like, hey, instead of that, why don't we just hang out in this helicopter? I'll just give
0: you a tour of of your own hometown. You ever seen it from this view? hey
1: Yeah, I think it was Cary, North Carolina, where the company is based or something like that. Yeah, Um, I've got family down there. Oh, well. uh, So they come back after 30 minutes, and security is now there with the police, and the police arrest the guy, and he gets arrested impersonating an officer, like trespassing, all this other stuff. There's a mugshot of him. You can see it on the Post story and everything. It is a... um, it is a fantastic story and I'm going to make an argument here Phil that may not be popular with some people. Stolen valor often a sign of uh, of mental illness or a sign of you just being some scumbag who wants the glory somebody else uh, right. earned that you didn't. Yeah, or maybe just a primal motivation of getting laid. <laughs> this guy went through so much and did so much. Got a uniform. Rents a helicopter. Goes up. It's able to convince the security originally that he is, in fact, a three-star general. That's big stuff. And perhaps that's the kind of man we need in the United States Army. He's a thinker. He's a mover. He's a shaker. (laughs) Commission him. Not three-star. Four-star. Five-star. General of the Army. Put him up there. Let's see what he can do with some actual authority. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we could introduce him to some supermodels and say, all of these women want you passionately. All you have to do is take out our fiercest enemies on the battlefield. He just might find a way to disguise
1: himself and do that. I don't know. He'd be like
0: the Taliban pizza
1: delivery guy or something. Really? The the get the get up and go, the initiative this guy, yeah. by this guy. Oh. I mean, the things we do for love.
0: I, I'm envisioning what the chat was like when they were in the chopper there, and as you'd said, maybe the, the pilot was in on the whole thing and was like, "Sir, we got to turn around. You're urgently needed back at base. We ha- have to take our lady friend home." Uh, and 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 I'm wondering if he was like,
1: "Do you wanna? Do you wanna play a little stick and rudder oh. up here? Do you wanna?" <laughs> You're disgusting, but knowing what the guy was after. <laughs>
0: Okay, our last segment for the Smoke Deck today is going to be brought to us uh, by the U.S. Olympic team. Oh, yeah. Hell of a week. Great clap for what's going on over there. You know what?
1: They haven't won a whole lot of medals so far. I've been kind of disappointed with the medal tally, you know? There have been a few, but the the start of it was kind kind of a dark time for the U.S. Winter Olympics.
0: We're not exactly in first place, but I'm gonna salute and I'm gonna stand and I'm gonna honor them because Are we're not I, exactly
1: in first place. Does that mean like we're theoretical? I think in we're like in fourth. Place? Yeah, I, which is, I, I come think on, we're in fourth. Yeah, we'll end up. I think first. I think second, we'll do okay. Maybe. But Through <laughs> Canada, it's winter eleven months a year, so they get to practice extra. So it makes sense that they're up there. Norway, places like that. Yeah, like. and yeah. So I mean, they can be
0: good at these things, right. and I'm not gonna take it away so from them. Olympic. But, but I was so impressed watching Sean White's gold medal run. Yeah had to admit that was kind of what the olympics are about for me anyway the, the ginger spinner sean white the flying tomato um on the anniversary i guess of his like whatever uh, 12th year as an olympian or whatever he he's Been that well? he's there mm-hmm. he's he he won his first olympics 12 years ago and he's there at the half-pipe competition, and I'll set it up just briefly and say that it was what I love about the Olympics. So here everyone goes, and they all get three runs in the half-pipe, right. right? Snowboard tricks, aerial maneuvers, flying high, crazy cool to watch, and it comes down to he goes last. He goes now, last, and he needs like a crazy score to win, right? He needs a crazy score, because at this point, he's only in second place, because this Japanese guy, Ayyum haroma or something i forget his name exactly but uh, the japanese athlete did a phenomenal job i mean buddy got like a 95 and to score over a 90 in a snowboard halfpipe competition is near impossible right so i mean this guy's pulled off crazy tricks it comes down to one run he has one run to beat this kid's score he scored 94 his first run he fell on his butt and scored only 55 on his second run so all he's got is this yep drops in Bam nails it 1440 followed by another backside 1440 followed by other crazy tricks I can't even really describe but they're insane to watch and when he finally lands his last one he throws his hands up in the air he knows he's got a good run and when the score comes out he beat The Japanese guy by two points. He got like a 97 something and the gold medal and the crowd goes crazy and he's tearing up and he's got the flag and it's just everything that we love about Olympic competition, you know, winning in the last second, uh, uh, an amazing thing to watch. And another amazing takeaway I had from it was the language. Mm. Let's face it. We're military veterans. We have some cool. Unique phrases that we use, right? You know, yeah. we, you know we like foo bar and deck. smoke deck and, uh, y- you know, the rumor mill, as the Marines would call it, is the Lance Corporal Underground. And, and there's a
1: history of it in like old school stuff like Gee Dunk. You know what Gee Dunk is? Uh, well, I mean, I know it's candy, but yeah, I, I don't food. know where it comes this from. It comes it's from the Navy. That's an old Navy one. Yeah. Yeah. The head, there's another one, you know, right. all, these, all these old terms, the navy in particular, and the army, is the and, and the and the marine corps really all of them. But the navy has so many different, like scallywag man, that came from the navy. That's that's old school, that navy almost sounds stuff.
0: like pirates of the caribbean, really. Oh, yeah, back, scallywag, I mean,
1: British navy for scallywag, I think, but it okay. goes back a long way. So, anyway, I couldn't help but
0: notice when they're describing some of these moves these kids are doing on the half pipe, I'm right. like they almost rival. Military lingo. Right. I mean, they are really expressive and colorful. So I'm gonna give you a couple examples here okay. You tell me if this is a snowboard move
1: or <sighs> military slang and quizzed. Come on, man. All right. All right. I'm ready I'm ready
0: five fingers of death
1: five fingers of death. I know very very well it's when Sean White doesn't score a 97 and punches the (laughs) Japanese athlete in the face and kills him so that he can then claim the gold medal through combat like the Kumite. But actually, the Five Fingers of Death is the Beef Franks, M-R-E, and that's what the Marine Corps, I know, nicknamed it, because that's what the the guys that I served with would be like, ah, Five Fingers of Death, which would usually mean, because it was awful, it had more of the consistency of a... um, Slim Jim than a actual hot dog or like beef jerky. Nobody wanted it. People would trade the five fingers of death to the one weirdo who did want it for like <laughs> everything else in their, uh, in, 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 his, um, uh, whatever. They'd have to give up like almost everything to get back. Like what the, just the main course. Oh so, really? Yeah. So they basically trade their entree. For they the would trade things. their entree and everything else in order to just get back an entree that they could actually eat and not worry about being constipated for a month
0: Hey, that takes me to my next one, uh, Fart Sack.
1: Oh, we already talked about this one earlier, actually. Does that follow the five fingers of death? Is yeah, that... It certainly can, because I, th- I believe that fart. At first I thought it might be a snowboarding trick right. because they're kind of, uh, you know, they throw some names out there. Uh, but that's that's like a, a sleeping bag, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it's a military jargon yep. for sleeping bag. Which, of course, if you have the five fingers of death... you Well, if you're you lucky, may,
1: you may do that. Otherwise, you may be gummed up for a good three, four months. You may require some surgery to get a, a ball of cured meat out of your stomach
0: okay uh which one's military which one's snowboard uh fruit salad chicken
1: salad well i know i know in the military we usually talked about the salad more than anything um trying or trying to make uh trying to make a chicken sandwich out of chicken soup right um chicken salad and fruit salad See, now there is a thing that I've always heard of as the fruit salad, but it's neither a snowboarding trick nor military (laughs) jargon. It has to do with, uh, well, I'm not even going to get into it, so fruit salad. Wait, wait, are you referring to like the, the nudity and the... And nudity like and a little a, bit of a tucking of things and things like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and then you know, flashing somebody the fruit salad essentially, which, you know, it's a horrifying thing but... Um, which Basically giving n- them the nasty look at the aft end of a which sailor's these, ship. These some- are the old school things that would happen that like, I mean, this do not do that in this day and age. You will be charged with uh, sexual assault of some kind if you're if you're pulling any tricks like that. So. Okay,
0: well, I can tell you most assuredly that, not fr- that 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 it's nothing to do with that.
1: Right. Fruit salad, chicken salad, one snowboard, one is military jargon. Fruit salad is going to be um, snowboarding. Chicken salad is military jargon.
0: Ah, wrong. No, uh, fruit salad apparently slang for the service members' display of medals and ribbons on a dress uniform.
1: Oh, you know, I may have heard that once or twice before, but it's an like, impressive fruit salad you got there. But like from the kind of people Chief? from the kind of people that would say Bravo Zulu all the time and stuff like that. <laughs> right. And like, you know, hey, Bravo Zulu, shipmate, and be like, Oh, I don't ever want to talk like that guy. So <laughs> that's probably why I never used it or for <laughs> <No, right. laughs> and uh, also I- interestingly enough it's not the only food term about
0: a military dress uniform uh you know we all know scrambled eggs right the, oh yeah on the, the cover the cover of the officers lieutenant the commander and above yep all right chicken salad is apparently a trick in which the leading hand passes through the legs from the front and grabs the heel edge between the feet
1: that's gibberish to me and i don't I mean, care at <laughs>
0: some point in time the snowboarder leaves the the wall of the half pipe takes to the air and he reaches down between his feet i guess and grabs yeah. his board behind him okay while he's in the air kind of it, looking
1: like a a feathered chick like the the stripped chicken the skinned chicken i guess yeah. I, I don't know they I, come up with dumb names for stuff but all right let's keep going let's keep okay. going that one i don't like that name chicken salad going to call that something cooler like the <laughs> like the kiss your butt goodbye you know cuz you're kind of bending down and all right all right um, ooh
0: crippler is that a military thing or is that a snowboard? That's gonna thing? be. A,
1: that's got to be in today's kinder gentler military. That's got to be a snowboarding term. Yeah, exactly. There's not. They're not gonna be calling anybody crippler or anything crippler. Like, the, at, like at Paris Island, there's the there's the di going like, "You will now step into the crippler. If you do not come out, you will never walk again." <laughs> That's not happening. No, that is definitely
0: not happening. Back in the 50s, maybe. It is happening, and it was part of Sean White's gold medal-winning run, I believe.
1: Oh, when he punched the uh, Japanese athlete in the face after. No, ju- actually, the crippler. just before the punch to the athlete. Oh, when he face. whacked him in the knee like Nancy Kerrigan did to uh, Tanya Harding. Why? That was the Crippler. Why? Hey, keeping it why? topical. Winter Olympics from 24 years ago.
0: Tanya Harding reference. I love it. No, the Crippler is actually an inverted 540-degree spin performed on the front side wall of the half pipe. It basically looks like an aerial cartwheel. And oh. if you ever see these kids do it, it's just, you're literally, your mind's blown how they yeah. land that thing. Because how do you, how the hell do you even know where you are after you spin 540 and and, and
1: Here's upside an idea. down? Here's an idea, though, to make the sport more accessible to non-snowboarders like myself. If it looks like an aerial cartwheel, how about we call it the aerial cartwheel? Because it doesn't
0: take into effect of the 540 degree spin. You're spinning and doing cartwheels. It's Eric. just
1: a fancy cartwheel. So call it the fancy aerial cartwheel. Well, the crippler. Because some guy couldn't, some guy broke his back and never walked again. That's a horrible. Come on, snowboarders! You're supposed to be like the cool, you know, pothead uh, athletes of the Olympics. By the way, everyone who wins a <laughs> snowboarding medal gets it taken away like six months later when the urine analysis comes back. We know that's coming. You gonna tell me Sean Sean White's been clean for the last month or two? Uh huh. I believe you bro. <laughs> if medical cannabis
0: gives us the ability to do that, then pass the medical cannabis. But okay. It, because in athletics is not I, allowed,
1: man. It's not I, allowed. I really want to learn You got any others for me?
0: I do, man. Um, a bitch and Betty.
1: Oh, well, that's going to be, um,
0: Hey bro, look at that bitch and Betty.
1: Huh? I don't ever want to hear you talk like that again. No. let's see i'm trying to think because i could see where that would be like the bouncing betty i know what that is that's a that's a mine that would actually pop up to waist level before going off yeah nasty nasty thing um the and betty i'm gonna guess is also a snowboarding uh move
0: no military history most u.s military aircraft feature warning systems that frequently utilize female voices the phrase is derived from the same anthropomorphizing
1: That's a big word. Anthropomorphizing. (laughs) Anthro- Voice over (laughs) artist. Illiterate. What the hell does that mean? The phrase is Anthropo- derived anthrop-
0: from the same anthropomorphizing many apply to GPS units and cars. So Only bitch and Betty's alert pilots of life-threatening situations.
1: English lesson for you today. Anthropomorphizing is anthrop- giving something that's not a person human qualities. So say, you know, like if if uh, if uh, you, you act like a dog is a person, you're anthropomorphizing it. Uh-huh. You're giving it human qualities that it does not possess. Like a machine... That talks to you it's still just a machine but people you know give it a name like oh this is alexa no this is the gps system in your phone or waze or google I maps saying. or whatever yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. so um okay cool i've thankfully uh never been in the cockpit of an aircraft that was having a warning signal go off <laughs> yeah thank you i was once in a uh, a blackhawk that had a warning system go off and even a little uh, anti-fire stuff went out because there was, I think it was a lightning flash or something like that. And it set off. There's a sensor that's meant to catch the light from explosions in there. Right. And if it goes off like automatically, well, whatever the flash was that came outside, I can't remember what it was, uh, made the thing go off. And it was like, oh, God, are we going to die? No, we're not going to die. But there was that few seconds of abs, abs- absolute terror. All right. what's yeah, next? I can only imagine
0: that going off in a critical situation. And like, you know, I, like I can. Pilots have to deal I can with var- stuff like that. I can man. vaguely hear that, but you know, would it be danger, like danger, you know, danger, danger, danger? Goose, pull the eject lever. Yeah, well, back Maverick, to that, pull the eject lever.
1: You know, um, suddenly it, she's British. Those, I don't know and why. Those pilots, she's the English. fact that well, a lot of them are on the, like the GPSs right. is like turn left. I'm like shay. Hey. We fought a war so that I didn't have to listen to orders from you people. Don't tell me where <laughs> to go. Um, the, uh, the the pilots have to deal with that stuff, and that's why they're so cool under pressure. That's why if you, like like an airline pilot, it'll be like, eh, we're heading into some turbulence. Uh, <laughs> right wing fell off. Uh, over to the left, you'll notice that there's a, there's a whole chunk of the plane missing, and all our... Our flight crew has been sucked out and sent to their screaming deaths, but uh, hopefully we'll get you in there at about uh, 6.30 tonight. Uh, not sure if we're going to land or crash, but we'll, we'll get in there. And uh, the weather in Orlando, it's a sunny 84 degrees. Uh, so this rain here uh, apparently is not there. Neither is the tornado that has uh, come up in front of us. And we're going to go ahead and deal with that now. Uh, you all enjoy the rest of the in-flight movie uh, featuring Sandra Bullock and, uh, you know, whoever. That's, I mean, it's insane what the, how calm they are. I remember a guy trying to land at Newark uh, we Airport. We got a little bit of a tailwind. We should be there about 10 I, minutes. There point. was actual audio, and I remember <laughs> hearing about this. It was on a radio show, and I remember the, uh, the the dearly departed comedian Patrice O'Neill freaking out about it because the pilots radioed in. They, uh, they were having a problem. They were coming in to land at Newark Airport, and uh, the the front wheel on the aircraft uh, appears to be canted. So they put down the landing gear, and the front wheel that's supposed to be pointing forward so that it can roll like a wheel was locked sideways. Oh, she would not turn. So oh. they had to land like that. And they're just like, yeah, it appears to be candid. We're going to try to come in. If you could have the uh, fire department uh, ready and waiting on there, we're <laughs> expecting smoke. Flames, uh, possible fatalities, but uh, we'll be there. You know, about fifteen minutes. As soon as you tell us you're ready, uh, we're coming in, and we'll we'll see what happens here. And Patricia O'Neill was like canted. What does that mean? It's oh, it's sideways. No, no, no. A normal person doesn't act that way. But pilots, a lot of them have military backgrounds, and that's why because they're used to bitch and Betty yelling at them. You know? Cool as cucumbers, man. Cool under pressure.
0: All right, here's lightning round.
1: Japan Air. Oh, that is uh, going to be um, uh, the Anola Gay. No. <laughs> No. no, I thought it was a reference to uh, it, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. No, no. Okay. No, sadly, that is that is not in... Well, probably happily. Gee, that was a horrible occurrence in history. I was going to say Japan sad. air. My God, we dropped uh, <laughs> atomic bombs on a population. That's horrible, Eric. Yes, uh, it is. Shame on you.
0: Uh, no, uh, Japan air is uh, where the front, ha- front hand grabs the toe edge between
1: the front foot. I think that one I knew from Tony Hawk's uh, skateboarding. I think that's also a skateboarding trip. Uh, A lot of uh, snowboarding tricks are based on skateboarding. All right, so lightning round. Okay, um, chicken plates. That's what you put the chicken salad on, which, as we all know, (laughs) is a trick from snowboarding, as I've known forever and did not get wrong like five minutes ago.
0: No, it's sheets of protective material called small arms protective inserts, which are used in the Interceptor body armor system.
1: I guess that's a different body armor system than the one I wore because we didn't call them that. We called them things that hopefully will work. Okay. um,
0: Let me see. A 720 backside rodeo or a forty forty mic Mike Mike? Which one is snowboard and which one
1: is The 720 backside rodeo I know is military. That's when it's an Air Force thing. It's when one airman gives the other one like a horsey ride and then they go... (laughs) uh from that's how they like you know get from PT to um the, the chow hall no 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 to the sauna they go to the sauna before they go to the chow <laughs> hall uh, so that's the 720 backside uh, rodeo it's when again one airman and, and they rotate so it's not it's not just always the same guy giving the horsey ride it's right. sometimes uh, they 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 make sure everybody has a chance to do it so that's clearly the one uh the Mike Mike 4040 i was thinking before uh, about this cuz you had mentioned that one earlier today i was thinking it might be the M240 machine gun but then it popped into my mind. I believe that is actually an underslung grenade launcher for um, like the M4 and M16. Good one. Yes, yes. In fact, I think its full name is uh
0: 4040 Mike Mike Bang Bang because it's an M203 grenade launcher, usually mounted under an M16 or a Are we really
1: weapon. using onomatopoeia like Bang Bang in the names of things? Maybe Gregory Salcedo was right about us. <laughs> Maybe we are just dumb. <laughs> what is that? That's the Bang Bang. It go boom, boom and kill the bad guy. I mean, are we really doing that? Of course we are. Ah, I'm pretty
0: sure there's some veterans out there that would like to show Mr. (laughs) Solzolino the
1: effective use of a 40-40 mic mic. Well, don't do that. All he did was said some stupid stuff. That's the other thing about that story. Going back to it briefly. Stop sending death threats to the guy if you're one of the idiots doing that. You know, we don't need to physically harm anyone uh, because of something that they're doing, uh, you know, making bad statements. Yeah, no, let's just insult the hell out
0: of him. All right. all right, All right. One last one here. Um, Double McTwist, is it a food item at the military or Ooh. is it a snowboard move?
1: Well, some bases do have that McDonald's contract where the on-base uh, fast food is McDonald's. My favorite was when it was Del Taco because their burritos were so big and so good. And that's part of why I'm fat now, I think. <laughs> um, so the Double McTwist, what was it called? double Just a Double McTwist? Double McTwist. That's the ice cream thing where they put M&Ms inside of it. I know it. That's it. I win. What do I get? What do I win? What do I get? You
0: win nothing in a bucket of shame, my friend. Double McTwist, Sean White, is
1: credited as the creator of the Double McTwist 1260. Enough about this guy who looks like the Joker with no face makeup on. (laughs) I'm done. He he was the first Olympic
0: athlete to perform the trick, introducing it to the world at the 2010 Winter Olympics, and uh, uh, its original name was the Tomahawk. Hmm. But uh, he looks neither native, Have they named
1: any moves after him? Like the Howdy Doody 5000 or. Uh, <laughs> 5000. Howdy Doody 5050 50 rail junk turtle. I don't know. I'm just making it up. They're just making it A up. A rail junk turtle. A rail junk turtle. I, they can find something for it, man. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Sean, you, you can do that. You can do that. You can take that. Just give me some credit. No, just, Eric Dame nailed this the rail junk turtle. He's the first one to name this trick. Never <laughs> snowboarded in his life named a trick Uh, I'm going to
0: quote Billy Madison when I say uh, I give you no credit I award you no points
1: we are all dumber Dumber for having (laughs) listened to what you said today (laughs) may God have mercy on your soul hey thanks for joining us on the smoke deck now get back to work
0: right on (laughs)